Hey, 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 it's your girl Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gigs, and you're listening to the new show right here on Active FM with Christ. Music is hot music. Remember, you can catch our latest show on our website, which is www.activefm.co.za. You can also catch us and see what's happening with the with the DJs and the presenters, because I'm not a DJ, I'm a presenter. Uh, on our social media pages, we are on Instagram at ActiveFM777. We are also on Facebook forward slash ActiveFM, and we are on Twitter at ActiveFM. You can also catch us on Google Podcasts. And you can also catch us on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, those are the different platforms that you can catch Active FM. Like I said, Active FM has hot music. But not only do we produce some hot music, but we also produce amazing, amazing shows. Shows like the new show, where you can keep up with the latest that's happening around you and get some information about what uh, about certain things we also have all thing girls that speaks about everything girls literally we have the ultimate engine show so if you're not a girly girl but you like you know the cars or if you if you're a guy and you don't want to listen to all things girls you can listen to the ultimate engine show and you will know all the things that you need to know about cars we also have sporting based base if you are a fan of sports we've got foodies and travel if you love food and you love different destinations we also have random random shows like 21 questions where you just find out 21 things about somebody we also have the SM morning breakfast show if you just want to you know start your day with an, an amazing amazing topics so we have topics for everything and anything on active film so do catch us on our website go on to watch this google podcast and apple podcast and just put an automatic download on the shows that you love now this week we're talking about something really interesting we're talking about an economy in which growth is dependent on the quality the quantity and accessibility of the information available rather than the means of production can you guess what it is yes you got it right it is the knowledge economy now we're basically speaking about the knowledge economy and what the econ what it is about what is it how does it affect a country is it important what is the evolution of it uh, and so forth so stay listening to the show as we speak about the knowledge economy so like i said we are speaking about the knowledge economy and before we get dive into the topic and uh me basically understanding uh explaining what the the knowledge economy is and the the different aspects of the knowledge economy and stuff i want to interview some people and basically find out what they believe uh or how they believe the knowledge economy can change a country. And the country we're speaking about in specific is South Africa because this is where we live. We live in South Africa, we know the, the socio-economic uh, issues in South Africa and stuff like that. So I have a lovely young lady. She's like one of my favorite interviewees in the show. Her name is Sandra from All Things Girls. Yeah, yeah, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good, and you? Good, thanks. Awesome, so mm -hmm. now I wanna ask you 
an interest a lot of people don't really know about this I also personally didn't know it was a form of economy and and stuff like that in in, in the in the country and stuff mm. like that but how do you believe the knowledge economy can actually grow or influence a country well I truly believe you know that saying that says um, education is the is the key to success right yeah so I I believe that any knowledge in economy can be can be can be improved sure English <laughs> but like um, so when we have um, lots of people who are educated it yeah. gives us like a it gives us like an opportunity for entrepreneurship in yeah. the economy yeah. and when you have entrepreneurship not a lot of people are, are, are unemployed yeah. so it, it decreases the unemployment rate yeah. and also the productivity the productivity rate increases because now people are able to do like a lot of stuff since yeah. they are educated and they have a, a lot of skills and stuff like that so yeah yes okay I know I promised her one question <laughs> I promised so. her one question but um I'm hearing what you're saying and stuff like that a question just popped into my mind and so last year for most of last year uh, a lot of university students demonstrated in fo- in a form of violence violent protests and stuff like that the whole fees must fall situation thing so do you believe that taking away the violence and the stuff like that the whole the whole concept behind fees must fall can actually contribute to um the knowledge economy and getting more people to study and stuff um the whole thing about fees must fall uh, i don't know how i think and feel about this whole thing because it is um let me not say it's the government's job to, to provide education it's not really because what makes an economy it's all of us right yeah so it's it's also our job to like contribute um like to pay like when you pay school fees where does it go it goes into the circular flow which helps yeah. like other people who can't afford and stuff like that yeah. so it i think it goes both ways because there are those people who can't who can't pay for their own fees and yeah. stuff like that so yeah and there are grants yeah so yeah let me just let me go with um against the whole fees must fall thing yeah. because the government does provide grants and stuff like that so and there are sponsorships and yeah. so a person just has to work hard for them uh yeah. for themselves to get a sponsor to apply for a bursary or to get a sponsorship and there are out there are girl, guys that are out there that are that work and study at the same time yeah shout out to those people and like <laughs> you can do that yeah not just be uh, depend on handouts and yeah, yeah. So yes, awesome. I I'll go against the. Thank you very much. Yes. And now I have another gentleman with me as well, where I want to ask the same question. So would you like to introduce yourself? Yes, um, my name is Bonolo. Okay. Hi Bonolo. How are you, Bonolo? Um, I'm fine. Okay, awesome. so Bonolo, like I asked uh, Sandra before, what do you, how do you think the knowledge economy? basically affects a country like South Africa like South Africa how do you think it affects a country like South Africa yes. um, knowledge economy affects or ben- benefit either or whether it's beneficial whether it, it has its disadvantages whatever how do you th- how do you think let me put it this way how do you think the knowledge economy fits into the the, a country like South Africa, what, what is the purpose of it, basically? Um, the knowledge economy, it's uh, more like, for me, Yeah. 
it's more like a disadvantage, it's more like delaying people's time, you know, Why? on the other side. Okay. Yeah, I don't go with it because obviously going to school, it's a kind of good thing, but uh, yesterday I was looking at thing, uh, there's another episode yeah. on TV. Yeah. Where pe uh, people are thinking, obviously they are getting hired yeah. and they start working, they train them and they start working without even having to go through all the stuff yeah. like going to school and all that. Yeah. So it's not, f f on my side, I don't think it's beneficial to go to school. You can become successful and still make it without school as long as you have the potential. That is required. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much, Winola. So, we have had two different opinions on this whole thing. So, we have Sandra who believes that um, the knowledge economy is, you know, we should go for it. It's beneficial to South Africa and all of this. Then we have on the other side, Winola, who basically says that He's not saying don't go to school because if you're a high school student and you hate school and you listen to this show and you're like, yeah, I don't want to go to high school, I'm dropping out because I heard it on the new show. No, he's basically saying that you don't have to, um, you don't have to have a qualification to be able to work. Am I right? Yeah. So you don't really have to have a qualification to be able to work and stuff like that. I mean, I know a person who <coughs> didn't study. Um, who didn't study videography and all of these things but he is amazing he's an amazing videographer he does amazing video work and all of these things i mean i didn't go to school for photography but i i know that i'm a good photographer <laughs> i don't know if that's being prideful but i really do know that i'm a good photographer and i didn't go to study those things but then there are certain career choices like a doctor, I wouldn't want to go to a doctor that didn't go to school because, hey, hey, I don't really know if you, you will, you know, do the right things. Or an accountant, I wouldn't want to hire an accountant, a chartered accountant for a company that I owe that didn't go to school and stuff like that. But so that's people's opinion on the knowledge economy. So what is the knowledge economy? The knowledge economy is a system of consumption and production that is based on intellectual capital. It typically represents a large component of all economic activity in developed countries. In the knowledge, in the knowledge economy, a significant part of a company's value may consist of intangible assets such as the value of its workers' knowledge or intellectual capital. However, generally accepted accounting principles, also known as GAAP, do not allow companies to include these assets on their balance sheet. Now, less developed countries tend to have agriculture and manufacturing based economies. A developing country has manufacturing and service-based economy and developed countries tend to have service-based economies. Most countries' econo economies are uh, composed of each of these three major categories of economic activity but in different uh, proportions relative to the wealth of that country. Uh, examples of knowledge eco economy activities include research, technical support, and consulting. Now, in the information age, the global economy has moved toward the knowledge economy, 
bringing with it the best practices from each country's economy. Also, knowledge-based factors create an interconnected and global economy where sources of knowledge such as human expertise and trade secrets are crucial factors in economic growth and are considered important economic resources and the key takeaways of what's this the knowledge economy is that the knowledge economy is a system of consumption and production that is based on intellectual capital so what's this the whole point of the knowledge economy is the intellect of the the people in the country basically now if you have a whole country or if you look at developing countries a lot of the developing countries have a poorer form of knowledge economy because they're not funded enough to improve the knowledge or or get people to be educated in the country and stuff. Like if you look at more developed countries, the, their form of uh, knowledge economy is actually really high because they have a lot of educated people and stuff. Now the knowledge economy is a human capital. The knowledge economy addresses how education and knowledge that is human capital can serve as a productive asset or business product to be sold and exported to yield profits for individuals, businesses and the economy. This component of, of the economy relies greatly on intellectual capabilities instead of natural resources or physical uh, contributions. In the knowledge economy, products and services that are based on intellectual expertise, advanced technical and scientific fields, encouraging innovation in the economy as a whole. Now, if you look at a real-world example of the knowledge economy, academic inst institutions are part of the um, are part of the knowledge economy. Companies engaging in research and development are part of the knowledge economy. Programmers developing new software and search engine for engines for data, such as uh, artificial intelligence, such as um, the show that I did about the whole the chip that they're going to place in our brains and stuff like that. All of those form. Uh, uh, fall under the category of knowledge of the knowledge economy. And health workers using digital data to improve treatments are all components of a knowledge economy. Uh, these economy brokers pass on their knowledge and services to workers in more traditional fields, such as farmers who use software applications and digital solutions to manage their farm crops better. Uh, advanced technological technological based medical care procedures such as robotic assistant surgeries or schools that provide a, digit, a digital study aid and online courses for students and that is the basic definition of what the of what the the knowledge economy is now if you look at the evolution of uh, the knowledge economy, it is also seen as the latest stage of development in global economic restructuring. Thus far, the, development, the developed world has transitioned from an agricultural economy, which is pre-industrial age, largely with the agrarian sector, to industrial economy with the industrial age, to post-industrial mass production economy, uh, which was in the mid-1900s, to the knowledge economies which was from the late 1900s to 2000s, largely the technological human capital sector. This latest stage has been marked 
by the upheavals in technological innovations and the globally competitive need for innovation with new products and processes that develop from the research community. Thomas A. Stewart points out that just as the Industrial Revolution did not end agriculture because people have to eat, the knowledge revolution is unlikely to end industry because people still need physical products. In the knowledge economy, the specialized labor force is characterized as computer literate and well trained in handling data, developing uh, algorithms and stimulated models and innovating on processes and systems. Now Harvard Business School professor Michael Porter asserts that today's economy is far more dynamic and that uh, comparative and that comparative advantage is less relevant than competitive advantage which rests on making more products use of inputs which requires uh, continual innovation. And so what are the challenges for developing countries with the whole knowledge economy? Now the United United Nations Commission on Social on Science and Technology for Development report uh, concluded that for developing countries to successfully integrate ICTs and sustainable development in order to participate in the knowledge economy, they need to intervene collectively and strategically. Such collective intervention suggests, suggested would be in the development of effective national ICT policies that uh, support a new regulatory uh, framework, promote the selected knowledge production and use of ICTs and harness their organizational changes to be in line with the Millennium Development Goals. The report further suggests that developing countries to develop the required ICT strategies and policies for institutions and regulations taking into account the need to be responsive to the issues of convergence. This is basically what the knowledge economy is. Now, my question for you is, what, how do you believe knowledge economy can change your country? So if you're in South Africa, how do you think, why do you think the knowledge economy is important in South Africa? Personally, I believe, yes, knowledge economy, when we think about it, we think of education. We think of the fact that everyone needs to be educated. But I personally believe that the knowledge economy is, um, is more than education because um, my intellect can also be in my skills. So the more that, the more that I can do with certain things, the more the knowledge economy grows. So yes, we're educating people um, in philosophies and all of these things, but we should also teach people the practical skills, like how in South Africa, the, the, the biggest market in, in, in tourism is people making things out of wood and and, 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 and steel and all of these things, if you go to a lot of the tourist attraction places and stuff like that, or even if you stop at a robot in South Africa, uh, you'll actually see people have made little humans out of, you know, wire and stuff like that. And it's amazing. And they've made it out of their hands and things like that. And I believe that grows the, the knowledge economy in South Africa and stuff like that. So what is your thoughts about the knowledge economy? How, why do you think it's important in your specific country? Please do answer that question. I would love to hear what you have to say. You can also send me a voice note on my Instagram page. So DM me uh, with a voice note on Instagram of what you believe of 
or why you believe that knowledge economy is important in your country and 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 stuff like that i really really want to hear what you guys have to say and let's get talking let's have conversations and stuff like that remember you can catch our shows on our website at www.activefm.co.za you can also catch us on instagram at activefm777 we are also on facebook forward slash activefm and on twitter at activefm and you can catch us on google podcast just search for activefm on google podcast and you'll find our amazing shows we are also on Apple Apple podcast so if you are an Apple user we got you I'm telling you we've got everyone's back so do download our shows uh, comment on our shows like I said uh, send me a voice note of what you think why you think the the knowledge economy is important to um, your country and yeah like I said this is Cynthia and you listen to the new show oh no this is Cynthia and you know you can call me Geeks. How can I forget that? This is Cynthia and you know you can call me Geeks and you're listening to the new show right here on Axel Film where Christ music is hot music. Until next week, peace. Rapid Trade is passionate about mobility and solutions that make a difference in your business. From mobile sales and sales management to van sales and proof of delivery. For a demo, call Rapid Trade on 011-493-9755. Rapid Trade, ahead of the game. Gag.